It's a very good afternoon to you, Mr. Logat, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you. So, have you done a study as to the prevalence of illegal mining and resultant deaths? Well, we have studied the total mining chain from the beginning of mining, the duration of mining, and post-mining. And our emphasis more is on the impact on, of mining on poor communities. And what we have been quite concerned about is that the, the regulation for closure has been very, very appalling. In fact, it's negligible, it's non-existent, and I think that the government has to take the blame for that. In fact, the government at two levels, one is the GMR, who are responsible for making sure that there is sufficient funds put aside for mine closures and for rehabilitation, as well as the police to make sure that these, uh, the people who don't close mines properly should be prosecuted and that uh, there's no loophole for criminal syndicates to be moving in. The second part of our concern has been that this, there are syndicates operating there because they clearly see the mine has been profitable. And this is a secondary problem, but the primary problem has to be with the law authorities uh, around regulation, effective and efficient regulation, which is missing. They are missing in action. They didn't come to your radio program, you know. And, and if you look for them around this issue, I think you may find a handful of mines that have closed. A number of mines, as your insert points out, have been closed a long time ago where the law was quite weak and they call those legacy issues. But clearly the people profited on it. So who's responsible? Yes, the owners, as well as the regulators, because the new law demands that people put away money. And what, is it, what the uh, Zamazamas and others are showing us, that there, there may be money there. And what should happen? The DMR could be initiating a process for autonomous, independent, small-scale mining, rather than this idea of uh, the lawlessness of, of the syndicate. All right. Uh, and uh, just in terms of disused mines, you heard um, our reporter, Horosani Stolle, saying that uh, they've not really been able to reach the minerals department about this. But isn't the law very clear about who carries responsibility for disused mines? Well, the law, I mean, now they've brought an the environmental law to also play a role in terms of rehabilitation of these mines. And the principles kind of go like this, that it should be left in a state no worse off, in fact, it must be better than what it was before, right? So every year uh, uh, they should put aside some money for the bad days when the mine closed down. You find in places like Zalcom when the mine closes or has difficulties, the town suffers, and clearly that's short-term planning. So this money is being put aside, and no one can meddle with that money. Whether you're Gupta or not, you can't touch that money. We've heard people starting to touch that money, and that's a problem. So the, the DMR has to be in the studio, has to ask why a young man like Tolle there should be dying, a young boy at five should be dying, or why nine people should be killed because they, they're earning a living home, belonging to a, 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 a rival syndicate or whatever the story may be. You know, clearly, any other country where this happens, there's a national scandal. We continue as normal, right? Young kid presumed to be dead. Nine people lying on railway tracks. What is it? No, they may be foreigner or what is the story? Clearly they are human beings. There's something that is dead with us. But it seems that it always dies when we talk mining. Mining is so far away. We think it's good for the cell phone, the catalytic converters for the, for the, for the vehicles. But clearly someone is paying for that. And in this uh, case, young boy and his other men. Mm-hmm. Really, 
mining must have a, must be a far more serious discussion. They are losers and winners, and the poor communities are losers. So let's talk about um, the other form of payment uh, that. Uh, money changing hands you talk about targeting the buyers but do we know who the buyers are because we understand that it's such an intricate system that it's almost like an onion layers layers protecting the real buyers yeah I, I mean uh, that is the, the nice uh, 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 drama of the movie you know that we see I mean we went to investigate one mine uh, one of the first mines uh in Langlato, opposite the police station. And some of the Zamazamas, they told us that uh, the police also come to get a cut. Now, these are words loosely thrown around. It should be an investigation of who or how can they operate opposite a police station. And then regularly cars were coming by to, to determine whether we were rival syndicate groups, etc. But what they usually do is to come and collect these bags of sand and whatever else. Uh, minerals mixed with it, and deliver Coca-Cola and other food for people. So it's a very serious operation. But that's a drama that we like. I'm saying to you, let us step back from that drama, which is a nice little movie, and go to the drama, which is, why is it that our government unable to regulate properly, close mines properly, to make sure no child can die, and if that mine is profitable, to open up for proper uh, rational mining with poor communities being there, giving an opportunity for, to diversify owners earnings amongst poor people. Why is that? So I'm saying to you, the drama looks very cool about these cars coming, the police dodging, but it belies the fact that there's a failure of police uh, uh, intervention in the second level. But in the primary level, the DMR to close these things properly.